We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Got a great show for you today, as always. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Well, we all have our own bucket list, don't we? And while we've been blessed and fortunate enough to do some amazing things, typically around the sports world, I checked off another box today as I got to meet someone who I think is a top 10 singer of all time. Oh. As we discussed a few weeks ago, the great pink was in the building today, and I got to spend some quality time with her and a checkbox. Were you, Thank you, sir. Were you starstruck? No, but... Uh, no nerves at all. No. i tell you what I did, though. Wow. So I FaceTimed a family member mm-hmm. uh, who's a big fan of Pink, and uh, even let them talk to each other. Oh, so you not only met Pink, but you had Pink <laughs> FaceTiming yeah. your family? I had Pink FaceTiming my family. <laughs> I'm sure she loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a big fan of mine, too. She told me, she goes, every day I'm in New York, it's Carton and Roberts. <laughs> Carton and Roberts, Carton and Roberts every single day. And uh, she even said, look, I take credit for the Eagles Super Bowl a few years back. Because I did the anthem for it. Ah. Ah. And she's an Eagle fan, isn't big she? Big Eagle fan. Big, wow. big, 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 big Eagle fan. I give fan. you credit. You don't even have to pretend to like her. Because literally like a week ago on the air, right. you were arguing with me about how popular she was. Yes. And you were proven right, by the way. Yep. Just looking at how hot her ticket sales uh, are. She's playing City Field, too, by the way. I know. And at City Field, to like yep. get in and see her in concert, like the yeah. get-in price yeah. is 250 Something absurd. It's crazy. No, she's uh, she's that good at what she does. Well, good for her and good for yes, you. Yes, and I'll be seeing her at City Field as well, yeah. and I'll be seeing her at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I may go on tour with her, <laughs> and just wherever she is, I'm just going to go pop, 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 pop. So, you're like yeah. one of those weird Springsteen fans who follow him to every city no, and every I, not concert? Yet, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm giving it a lot of consideration, I'll tell you that right now. Um, anyhow, good to be here, good to have you here. I know for a lot of you, it's, let's just wait. Let's just wait. Has he shown his head yet? Has he popped out (laughs) of the darkness retreat yet? Has he decided he wants to be a Jet? And to be fair, as much as we may all be tired of talking about and hearing about it, it would be such a transformative moment in New York Jet history that has not been in any way, shape, or form been presented to us as that's not on the table. You kind of have to play this game and this dance now, waiting and hoping that when Aaron Rodgers comes out of his retreat, that he has had the epiphany that, A, he wants to be traded because there are those in Green Bay that don't believe that's happening. And then, B, he wants to play for the New York Jets. 
So as much as I'm sick and tired of talking about it, I'm sure you are to a certain extent as well, it would be such a major moment in the franchise's history. It's something that we got to discuss until we find out he is or he isn't. I, I think what's frustrating is that, you know, we're kind of getting teased a little bit. Sure. Because a few days ago, there was this very respected Packer reporter who said the Packers are done with him. They can't wait to get rid of him. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, I checked the first box. Like, you right. checked the pink box? Yes. I'm checking the Green Bay is done with Aaron Rodgers box. And then today, there's another well-respected reporter, Tom Pelissero, who says, I haven't heard any of that. The Packers love Aaron Rodgers. Sure. They'd love for him to come back because that's the key to all of this. Aaron's going to play football. I think we all accept that. He's not retiring. He's not walking away from $50-plus million. But then it comes down to the marriage. Do both sides want the marriage to last, or are they ready to divorce each other? And that's like the first domino you need to have fall. You need the Packers to be done with this guy. You need Rodgers to be done with them. If that happens, the Jets are in the mode. They're in the playing field. They got a shot. But now you kind of get this Green Bay hates him. Oh, wait, no, they don't. And that's a little frustrating. Well, I, I think that is frustrating. I do think that there's a part of that, which I've long uh, ranted against, as you're aware, that there are people in the media that want the story to be about them. And I'm not talking about talk shows who are paid to have an opinion and entertain and all that stuff, but people that cover the teams who now figure, if I put something out there and I'm lucky and I get it right, I stand out from the crowd. And I'm, I'm with you in that because two days ago, a 30-year reporter of the Green Bay Packers said, and I'm quoting now, the Packers are disgusted mm-hmm. by him. That was the quote. Yes. No, no. And they are ready to move on. Yeah. And now you have a guy who is a well-respected uh, reporter in Tom Pelissero for NFL Network, if I'm not mistaken, who goes, I never heard that. Like, right. I talked to the Packers front office or some people in the organization, and they'd love to have Aaron Rodgers back. And here's the rub on that. Whether the, he's a pain in the ass or not, he probably has a lot of successful people or high-maintenance pain in the asses, and you put up with them because they're just that good at what they do. Yes, Craig, there's a lot of really successful yes, right? people right. that are pains in the asses. Yeah, right. I can't think of one. Oh, I can think of a lot of people <laughs> in our industry as well. Me too. Who are successful, high-maintenance, pain-in-the-ass people. <laughs> Anyone come to mind? Yeah, you want to say the name on the count of three? One, two, three. Craig Carton. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Me. I'm the most, most low-maintenance star you guys have ever met in your lifetime. Oh, yes. Very Yeah, you should be grateful in all your lives. <laughs> uh, uh, too funny. Anyway, uh, so I get that aspect of it. But again, you know, the Green Bay Packers are a unique situation in that there's no owner. Right? There's no uh, guy who's like, I'm a multi-billionaire. I own the Packers. I'm going to dictate what happens here. It's a bit of a collective in that regard. And what's interesting about it is if the goal is still to win championships, and I'd like to believe Green Bay still has that as a primary goal, we've talked about it so many times on this show, the road to at least a championship game and then a potential Super Bowl appearance, and easy is not the right word, but I'm going to use it, is far easier in the NFC than the AFC. So if I look at it twofold. From the Packers' standpoint, I might think Jordan Love is the second coming or the third coming now. Favre, Rogers, Love. I don't know if they're right or wrong on that, but they may feel that way. Okay, fine. But the flip side of that is if I'm Aaron Rodgers 
And I know I've got two, three, maybe four healthy, productive years left in the NFL for my storybook career, uh, which is a first bout Hall of Fame career. Why would I want to go to the AFC where even if I play my ass off, the odds of getting to a Super Bowl are astronomically worse than they are in the NFC. And that's the part that I've always troubled with. Not that he wouldn't want to play for the Jets because the Jets do offer a lot. The road is tougher with the Jets. And and it's not like you're 28 and you're making that decision. You're in your mid-30s. It's almost over. And that's the rub here where I I don't think he's leaving. So the assumption I've always made about this is that when Kuntz Kuntz and Aaron Rodgers had their hand-shaking deal a while back, the deal was, Aaron, if you're done with us, we will allow you to be done with us. We will help you find a new location. But we're not trading you inside the NFC. Right, which apparently is the understood agreement Right, and and I understand that. So I think it's almost just a part of the deal that – if you want to leave this place, and I could see why he'd be done with this place. He's been there for a very long time. And last year, he was frustrated. He was honest about how frustrated he was with the youth of the wide receivers, with the lack of investment they've had on improving the skill position around him. Whether you agree with him or not, that's not the point. He was frustrated by that. So I think Aaron would look at greener pastures like Vegas, where he could play with an elite-level wide receiver he's close with, or play with the Jets with all the talent they have, not only on offense but defense, and say, yeah, I could beat those other elite-level quarterbacks. I'm not sure a competitor, a Hall of Famer, views the competition the way we do. We look at it as sports fans, and we analyze and say, well, the Bills are good, the Chargers are this, the Chiefs are that. You think Aaron Rodgers thinks that? Aaron Rodgers probably looks at these other quarterbacks and says, yeah, I'm the two-time COVID MVP. They should be scared of me. I'm not going to be scared of them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's just it's fascinating that one guy who uh, loves the attention, in my opinion, is uh, holding a couple franchises hostage right now until he uh, has this inward moment with himself to decide what he wants to do. Now, look, Green Bay can always say no, but I don't think they're going to. I think if he says I'm out, they will trade him. Yeah, I'm under the I impression think we're on the same page if on that. one of the two sides wants out, it's over. Like, I don't think we're going to have a hostage situation where Rodgers wants out, the Packers say no, or vice versa, where the Packers say we're done with you and Rodgers says, well, I ain't going anywhere. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think if one of the two parties wants to break up, they're going to break up. Kind of like a real couple. Yeah, but but I think it's more the handshake agreement from a year ago uh, is what's in play, where Mm -hmm. if he does come to them and say, listen, I've given it a lot of thought. I've uh, looked inside myself. I've had my retreat. And I just want a new challenge that's outside of Green Bay. It does seem like they will honor that. Yes. And then it comes down to, yeah, it's Vegas or it's here outside. Maybe it's Tennessee. But I think it's New York or Vegas. And we kind of have agreed as fans that we're willing to be held hostage because he's just that good. And, and I think the Jets have agreed. because what Seems been like clear it because they the, can sign Derek Carr today. I think the Jets are taking the approach I'd have, which is we have a list. We have a list. Number one on that list is Aaron Rodgers. Number two on that list is Derek Carr. Yeah, I don't know where Lamar Jackson falls in all this, so let's put him to the side right now because it's a lot more complicated with the franchise tag. Would they actually trade him? So put that to the side. But the Jets have a list the way I have a list, the way you have a list, the way all of us dopey fans have our own little lists. And I think the list is the same as mine, which is Aaron Rodgers is number one. He's the Hall of Fame quarterback that gives them the best chance to win a championship immediately. And number two on that list is Derek Carr, who they're selling him on. Hey, Derek, 
You come here and win, you're a first ballot yeah, Hall of Famer. That's uh, an erroneous report. That's Diana Rossini. It's an erroneous report. She's saying that you saying that's not true? That's not true. There's no, I'm not saying that there's not a low level assistant to an assistant ball boy who was like, hey, you know what would be so cool? <laughs> he comes here and uh, play, you know, makes the playoffs five straight years, wins the Super Bowl. He's the first ballot Wait, Hall of so Famer. You don't think? I can tell you as a fact that Joe Douglas never told uh, Derek Carr, come here and win and you'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. By the way. And the notion that that's out there is comical. Yeah, but I wouldn't look at the, the, the nature of that statement and analyze it. I would just simply say they're recruiting a player, are they not? Like when you're out to dinner yes. with a player, you're recruiting a player. Correct. Okay, so we agree they're recruiting. Isn't that a very recruiting kind of no. sentence? For a high school kid going to college, sure. Or even an NFL Come player. here, you'll be an all-Big Ten rock star. No, no, you don't think when that When you're work- recruiting a guy that's been in the league for nine years, has made over $100 million, and is now looking for his final resting place as an NFL player, part of the pitch is not, hey, Billy, if you play really good here, you'll be a first ballot Hall yeah. of Famer. Why not? Because that's not part of the pitch. You're not. You're telling me they wouldn't say to Aaron Rodgers, "Boy, I'll tell you something, Aaron. You win a Super Bowl here. Yeah. You go up a notch as an all-time great quarterback. You slay the impossible. You win a championship with the Jets. You're telling me they wouldn't say that to him. You think you have to again? Well, they should. A nine-year veteran and a 15-year veteran. They should. Whatever it is. You think you have to sit there at an Italian restaurant in Summer, New Jersey, and go, you know what, Billy? You know what, Aaron? You know what, Derek? If you have five really great years here, you'll be a... F- no, they don't. You know what's funny about that? Because we're not talking to children. We're talking to grown men. You know what's funny about that? What? I know what was said. See, yeah. You don't know I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it. Go ahead. I know what was said to one Craig Carton at dinner two and a half years ago. You know, Craig, number one in afternoons along with number one in mornings only Stern's done that. Yeah. And I know what your reaction was. You had a little smile on your face and said, that's cool. Sign me up. I'm in. So don't try me. Uh, that recruitment works on people wanted, that aren't children. I mean, I'll tell you exactly what I said. I'd rather do mornings again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Damn you to hell. Well, I mean, they were pitching me on Bart Scott at the time, too. <laughs> your, name, your name hadn't quite come I up yet. I was like fifth on the list. I'm yeah. the Ryan Tannehill of the Jets. Yeah, meanwhile, I saw something and heard something earlier. Earlier today, I'm debating getting into it on the air or not, uh, which is one of the most sad and pathetic pieces of video slash audio. Evan, I've done this for more than 30 years. <laughs> I've been blessed to have a lot of success, especially right here in New York City on WFAM. And uh, there have been other places where I failed miserably, too. But I saw a about 30-second, 40-second uh, video today that is one of the most pathetic Sad, I mean, moments in my career. Hmm. I don't even know what I can compare it to. Uh, I saw the video of a beaten man today. A man who uh, I thought was making like a hostage video today. Oh, really? And it's so sad and pathetic and uh, unprofessional that I'm not sure if I want to even air it for everybody. But I probably will. <laughs> Probably right on 4 or 5 o'clock is what I'm thinking. As you get, begin your drives home, I will most likely play it and comment on it because it's so bad. And it's just, it's, I saw the video of a tired, sad, beaten man today. And it's troubling to me that I may have had a role in that. And I get such tremendous joy out of that. Oh, so there's no compassion. It's just joy. No, I, I'm compassionate oh, about okay. it. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I almost want to call the man up and say, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry that I, I, I had that impact on you uh, per- personally and professionally. But there's something going on right now that is so sad and pathetic that I feel like 
I need to have a party. And yet you can't get that smile off. And I like I don't even know if I want to address it. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm going to have to. Well, now you have to. At some point, a little bit later on today. A little bit later <laughs> on today. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> but that smile on your face. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow. Anyhow, we'll get to that. We'll get all your calls as well. Uh, 877-337-6666. We got some baseball for you as well a little bit later on today. And I will ask the question again regarding Derek Carr. And I'm not sure if I remember your answer yesterday, Evan, so I'll give you a shot just to remind me because I, I apologize. I do forget exactly what you said about it. But if the Paul Schwartz uh, report I saw in the paper today or late yesterday. No. If I may. <laughs> if, I, if I may, All right, sir. go ahead. If that report is accurate, and I respect the fact that he's a very good beat reporter. What's his report against I'm going to give it to you right now. Okay. That the numbers that Danny Jones is going to wind up getting mm -hmm. are in the ballpark. He didn't give an exact, but are in the ballpark of five years, $190 million. Mm -hmm. but that's kind of where we're at. Give or take a couple on this way or that way, which is $38 million a year. He didn't write how much would be guaranteed, which is obviously the most important part of that. Sure. But that the Giants and Daniel Jones are in the neighborhood of five years, 190. If that is accurate, and I have no reason to think it's not accurate, my question would be, the Giants are willing to do that for Daniel Jones. Why wouldn't they do it for Derek Carr, who's better? Five-year commitment. I don't know the guarantee. Well, Maybe that's a big part of it. Well, well, hold on. But why not I, consider can, everybody? May, may I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm curious now that you bring this up. Yeah. If Daniel Jones is going to get that contract, let's say he does. Okay. What makes you think Derek Carr yeah. wouldn't get significantly more? There's a if he market signed with for someone Derek else, Carr. he would. Well, yes. He will. Like, well, Derek Carr has a market for him, right? We, we kind of know no the market. There's no doubt about that, yes. At minimum, we know two teams. Yep. The New York Jets, the New Orleans Saints. There's a market for Derek Carr. Carolina. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. And by, by the way, all those teams think they can win. They really do. The Jets think, wow, we're a quarterback away. Uh, the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints think division's lousy. We're a quarterback away. If Derek Carr is going to watch Daniel Jones sign for that kind of money, yeah. you don't think his agent is smart enough to say, yeah, we're getting a lot more than right, that? Right, which is why you uh, trumpet if you're the Giants and you don't give Daniel Jones that kind of money. You offer that deal instead to Derek Carr, who I don't think anyone's going to debate is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. All due respect to Danny having a really good year both on the ground and throwing the ball, not having as many turnovers that has plagued him. What I don't understand, while the New York Jets, rightfully so, are hot and heavy on Derek Carr, uh, if not Aaron Rodgers, the New York Giants don't have a legitimate, proven franchise quarterback. He had a good year. He didn't have a great year. He had a good year. A good year that gives you promise that he might get better if you give him a better line, more weapons, et cetera, et cetera. But if I'm going to commit, and I don't know that it's accurate, but I believe Schwartz is a good reporter, in the neighborhood of a buck ninety, I'd rather spend that money on Derek Carr. That's a no-brainer no to me. Disagree. Really? Yeah. I'm fascinated because by that. I think if you're the Giants, you're spending money on Daniel Jones to continue to find out how much better he can be. He's also six years younger than Derek Carr. And if they're not going to invest the money in Daniel Jones, and I understand the argument of why you wouldn't, then start over at the position. You don't then reinvest even more money in a guy who's six years older. I wouldn't do that if I'm the Giants at all. I would.
You left out in describing your interaction with Pink today is not what I heard from some higher-ups here. What's they that? They said Craig acted like a fanboy. Not at all. I'll show you the video. That he was a child. Not at all. That he embarrassed himself. That was a quote in big front fan. of Pink. Big fan. That big, tough Craig Carton, the celebrity that he is, yeah. fanboyed out. I don't think that's the at case the, at all. I heard that from multiple highfalutin experts and executives Number one, at this radio station. I am a fan. Number two, I was very excited to see her. All right. Overly excited is another term Number I heard. three, I took a picture with her. I did a little FaceTiming with some relatives with her. <laughs> Told her I'd see her at City Field in the Garden. And then I went on my merry way. Yeah, it sounds like all that? that happened. Plus, <laughs> there was a lot of, oh, my God. No. Oh my God, now, I will say this. I'm such a huge fan. I have been mocked online for wearing slip-on Uggs. <laughs> and why you people notice that, I don't know, but I own it. I'm wearing gray slip-on knockoff Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the look in Pink's eyes. The look of, Love. oh, my God, this man's crazy. Um, I let me need take a look. to leave this place now. Uh -huh. It's like a smile, but it's not a full smile. Yes, it and is. your look, oh, my she, God. I'm all in, your baby. Your cheeks are as red as I've ever seen them. Tanning cream. <laughs> I uh, tanned again today. Yeah, I did. I own it. Wow. I got no problem with it. What a Look at me boy. and Pink. We make a nice couple, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pink! <laughs> I'm not doing the laundry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I'm having a fantastic day. You are I getting really a few am. people saying that you have a dope Jets hoodie, so that's nice. Yes. Well, I wasn't prepared to meet Pink today. Of course, I, I would have worn a Pink fan shirt. I was going to say. That's what I would have done today had I known, but I was unaware that I was going to meet I'm the president uh, Alicia Moore today. Is that her name? Yes. I'm the president of your fan club. I love you so much. I have every one of your albums. Can I FaceTime my family with you? Thank you. By the way, ballsy move, no? Very ballsy. And she's like, you bet your ass you can, Tiger. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. She's like, I know who you are. I think the response was, okay? No, it went like this. Sure. She goes, from what I understand, I'm the second biggest celebrity in this building. So whatever <laughs> you need, kiddo, you can do it. I'm like, you're right.
She's 36 million followers on Twitter. She gave you the same reaction that... Uh, I gave Bob in Vermont. <laughs> I was going to say Bob in, <laughs> I was thinking Bob in Vermont. That Bob in Vermont got from like a professional athlete he yeah, had. But we can much. use you for the sake of this. Here's uh, RJ in Woodbury, Connecticut. RJ, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. First time caller. Big fan of you both. Thank you so I, much. Um, I've got to say, I, I think uh, when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers-Derek Carr debate, I think it's Derek Carr and uh, and for a few different reasons. Uh, Are you, you're ask, talking ask about for the Jets, yeah? Yeah, of course. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. I, uh, I do uh, – I got to ask Evan a question, though. If yes. you're able to get Derek Carr for four or five years as opposed to Aaron Rodgers' two-year contract, right, in a perfect world, if you could get both, yeah. um, who gets you to the playoffs more? Well, more appearances. That, Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers? Well, because Derek Carr will be quarterbacking the team for five years, and I have uncertainty about who the quarterback is in year three. Your answer you're looking for is Derek Carr, but I'm not looking to make the playoffs. If you are, that's cool. I'm looking to win a Super Bowl championship. So who gives the Jets the best chance to take advantage of this current window in the next two years and win a Super Bowl? Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. I think with the way that Joe Douglas has been drafting and the defense they have, I think if you get into the dance a couple of times in the next few years, I think you've got a shot to beat somebody in the AFC Championship. But you have a better shot with a Hall of Fame quarterback there, not Derek Carr, who's still looking for his first playoff win. And I don't say that as a shot. I just say that to give you the more background information. Plus, you I, don't know just like I don't know who the quarterback is three years from now. We're anybody, assuming yeah. it, it, it could be anybody. Yeah. It could be yeah. a great answer. Could be a guy that's in the same spot as Rodgers looking for a trade that's accommodated. Could be theoretically a free agent that we're not considering right now. It could be a kid to get lucky out of the draft. I will say this, and RJ, you said nothing wrong. And that's the kind of rub here and the why this is such an interesting conversation. And there is no right or wrong to picking Carr or Rodgers is exactly what you bring up. The recognition that everyone understands if you go with Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have most likely a two-year run at it. Maybe you get a third year. Who knows, right? If you go with Derek Carr... You're not getting the same quality of play, but yeah, you may get a five or six year run at it. Well, that, that, that's the thing. And that's really the rub here. No, no, I totally get that. But why are we so concerned about 2025? Like, why is that such a focus right now? I think from the standpoint of it's very rare in the history of the NFL, although it has happened. Tom Brady. I, that's what I'm getting. It okay. has happened where Peyton Manning. you change quarterbacks every two or three years. And have success with everyone. No, 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 no. but let's go That's through rare. the legend. Okay, here's what's not rare. Go ahead. The legendary quarterback. Not the Hall of Famer, the first so I'll give you Hall three. of Famer. I'll give you three. Yeah, go ahead. I'll give you Joe Montana going to Kansas City, got, made the playoffs, didn't win. Got to obviously. the AFC Championship. Yep, that's right. Uh, obviously, Brady went to Tampa, won a Super Bowl right away. Peyton Manning went to Denver, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, got the two. Yes. Now, we could say Brett Favre failed. I get that. With the Jets, he did. Yeah. year after that, they're in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So when we play this whole track record game, yeah. the recent track record, like the most recent one, yeah. is Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And they both got to and won Super Bowls. Any regrets? None Ask whatsoever. the Buccaneer fan who's now worried about who their quarterback is. Like, they got three years out of Tom Brady. Are you think yeah. they're that crazy about who their quarterback is? Or do you think they say to themselves, hey, we won a Super Bowl. That was cool. And what's really interesting... How about Denver, when they moved on from Manning? Yes. Were they overly concerned about who their quarterback was now? Were they saying, hey, got the 2-1-1, that was worth well, it? By you the tell way, me. they tried to uh, rerun the Manning story by bringing Russell Wilson in. Yeah. That's all that was. The one thing I'll say about Russell Wilson, while I think a Hall of Fame quarterback, 
there are different levels to this. Yeah, that's, what they, that's what they tried to do. I get it. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, they're, they're all-time greats. No doubt about it. No doubt. Listen, so, I'm with you. I'm, so, by the way, I want to be clear. You're not with me because you prefer Derek Carr I'm for five years. I'm with you in what you're saying. I can't argue what you're saying. My beef is I don't like Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to go with the guy I like for longer. I can't argue that he's not better. I'm with you on that. There's no debating it. But the whole liking thing, I'm kind of curious I also am concerned. Now you can make it a better comparison to Peyton than it is to Brady. Aaron Rodgers has a single Super Bowl, which is great. We don't have one in our lifetime. But my issue with Aaron Rodgers, which uh, I have to go back and look every single playoff game that Peyton played top of my head. You know, Aaron Rodgers lost big playoff games at home against inferior quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. You're telling me he's got to be in a Super Derek Bowl. Derek Carr has never won Great a playoff game Correct. against any quarterback. Now you're, I can't so argue it. We could play that game all day. But I, I lose look, that game if we play. But you said something interesting, Go. and you just kind of said it, and you threw it away. Because I'm, I'm an interesting guy. I don't like him. I don't like him. That's what I, you said. I, I don't like Aaron I don't. Rodgers. You know what would make you like him? Winning a Super Winning. Bowl. This is all, I'm with Do you. Do you think I liked yeah. James Harden? No. Well, you, if you didn't win. But what, No, no, but my point is this. Of course, I don't have... Craig, I'll never come up with a comparison for myself where they won. Right. But what I would tell you <laughs> is sucks. when he was playing well, yeah. was I under? Oh, I like him now. Yeah, he's helping me. You. If Aaron Rodgers is leading the Jets to the number one seed in the AFC. You're going to love him. You're I'm going to love me, him. Forget yeah. me. You're going to love him. So out of curiosity, because you, you and I were both here, when the New York Jets were 8-3, and three, did you love Brett Favre? I liked him, yeah. Right. It was working. I mean, that, that's the point, right? But it failed. It was working but in the failed. moment. We loved them. Okay, but it failed. That game against Tennessee, uh-oh, there goes the shoulder. Right, but there were weeks where you thought Zach Wilson was Dan Marino. Like, eventually there's uh, a sample size. To be fair, size. I said that when he was drafted, before he played a <laughs> single game. And I had the right to get excited right. before I saw him play. Right, there was also a moment where you said, Garrett Cole's a loser who I wouldn't trust in a big again, game. Again, again. And he's not bad in a big game. Fenway Park. Wild card game. I was very emotional. Yes. Yes, I was. But That's just right. because you don't. That's probably the most real my Yankee fandom ever got. No, I agree. But just because you don't like somebody, and I'm not telling every Jet fan they should like Aaron Rodgers, or I even liked everybody who's on the teams I root for now. But when they're winning for you, it's funny how that's a likable trait. It's funny how when someone's helping you win, you're going to like them a little bit more. Listen, you know how many guys have come through this town and every other major sports city that if not on our team, we hate? Yeah. And when they're on our team, we find a way to love them? Yes. That's that's not unique and it's not that to this situation. And it's not that difficult to find your way to like somebody yeah. when they're winning for you. So no matter what you think about Aaron Rodgers and the weird things he says or the weird things he does, if they are cruising to the AFC Eastern Division Championship, you will like him. Yeah. You will love him. You will pray to the altar of him. I'm being trolled online right now because someone found video of me going on TV saying, A, that I had Danny Jones ranked higher than Jalen Hurts, and B, that at one point of the season, he was an MVP candidate. You did say that. Huh? I did. Oh, and now true. I'm telling you, I wouldn't give him two years, $30 million. How much would you give Jalen Hurts? <laughs> two years, $30 million. Oh, come on. No, no, no. I know my issue Jalen Hurts, listen, proved that he's a legit franchise quarterback, had a great Super Bowl, and was a, uh, is clearly, he's, he's him, as they say, right? My issue with not specifically Jalen Hurts, but my issue right now is that we're in a, a, a place in the NFL that I don't think we've ever been before. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson deal, which, by the way, was done by Athletes First. That's Danny Jones' agency. Mm -hmm. Dave, um, I always, I can never pronounce his last name. It's like Mufalata. 
He's uh, Deshaun's agent. And I apologize. I butchered his last name. He's a brilliant agent. He really is. Um, that being said, we're in a weird spot where we now accept that some aspect of this is how you have to do business in today's NFL, where we're going to throw triple-digit guaranteed money to guys who've had a good year. That's because the marketplace has been set. Right, two good years. Yeah. Like, no one's disputing that Joe Burrow is a great young quarterback. No one's disputing that Josh Allen is a great young quarterback, right? That Jalen Hurts is a great young quarterback, et cetera. Josh Allen got $150 million guaranteed. All right, now he came up first because he was drafted earlier, obviously. Joe Burrow has had two and a half good years in the NFL. He tore his ACL in the first year after eight or nine games. He had two great years, went to AFC Championship games. I'm with you. Great young quarterback, right? He's had two years. Yeah. He's about to get $170 million guaranteed. That's the market, though. Jalen Hurts, one great year. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get maybe two, uh, $200 million guaranteed yeah. when the Eagles redo his deal. Right. And one of the reasons, when I look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, I'm like, wow, he had one great year. Am I going to give that guy $200 million guaranteed off of one year? Yeah, but I think there's two reasons for it. Number one, in that case of Hurts and Jones, you're paying for what you also think is going to continue and get better. Like the Giants think Daniel Jones is better with more weapons. That's a logical opinion uh, that's very logical. that a lot of people have. Jalen yep. Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Did he not? He did not. Oh, okay. They were on the same level? Yes. You want to go with that? Yes. Okay. Yes. He went toe-to-toe he and was on did. the same level yeah. with the agreed-upon best quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Jalen Hurts is really, really good. I agree. He's also really, really young. And so the combination of, A, paying for future future performance, and the marketplace has now been set. Ryan Tannehill was making $29 million. Carson Wentz was making $30 million. The marketplace is set for yep, these guys. and the guaranteed number is astronomical. And these guys are going to get it. And I don't, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I, I'm happy when athletes but, make a lot of money. Craig, Good for them. Craig, here's your but option. But it's off of a year. Okay, then here's your option. Because I don't buy or agree with your idea of I'll just spend more on Derek Carr. Like, I throw that one away. Okay. If you want to pay Daniel Jones because you don't buy it, then tag and trade him yep. and go draft a new quarterback. Or go find another reclamation project that you think Brian Dable can turn around. Baker Mayfield is an incredible candidate. You won't pay him nearly as much money. He's young. He's the same age as Jones, essentially. And you trust Dable, he'll fix him. Meanwhile, draft a quarterback. Now, that's risky. It's tough to go into next year with playoff expectations when you're playing that game. But if you're so against paying Jones on any kind of somewhat long-term deal, that's the option. Here's my problem, and it's not an anti-Danny Jones thing, because get whatever you can get. I always take the player's side in that. I can't justify giving Daniel Jones five years, $190 million. I can't. But can you justify it if you know that it's really only a two-year deal and that well, you I can guess get that out of it? that changes the dynamic a bit. So yeah, okay. I want to make, make this clear. I'm then. with you on that. That's the deal I'm making if I'm the Giants. So five years, 190 The first two are guaranteed at 70 Dude, whatever. these contracts are all fake. They're all numbers that draw. Like we're all being distracted by forty-five million a year. Well, but not the quarterbacks. Million. This quarterbacks are getting guaranteed. Dough. I'm not giving them guaranteed money. Okay. I mean, I'm giving them guaranteed money, but not to that level. Seventy, I'm, eighty. I am protecting myself. And by the way, if I can't make this deal with Daniel Jones, he's playing on the tag. That, that's my leverage. The uh, non-exclusive tag. The non-exclusive tag will right. make thirty million dollars a year. It hurts my cap. I'll figure out other ways. I want a deal in which I'm only marrying this guy for two years. Right. 
and he's getting a lot of money. He's doing fine. Sure. But I'm not making a five-year commitment to him. So let's not get distracted by what the contract re- like says on the surface. It's what it says in depth. I'm not committing to him on a long-term deal. Not yet. No, and that, I guess that's my rub, the big number, the 5190. He's not getting it. Uh, well, I mean, if he gets it, it means he played his ass off, I suppose, right? Well, no, no, listen. Two years from now, <laughs> yeah. we may be having a different discussion. But yeah. for right now, here's what I'm willing to do, and I think you're similar to me. I'd want him back to find out more, but I'm not doing it yes, with him I, locked I, up for I five years. I have no issue at all. I'm in favor of bringing him back. Now, I would go after Derek Carr, separate story. I have no problem with Derek, uh, Derek Carr. With Daniel Jones being the Giants quarterback, I do have an issue because it's not prudent to give him five one ninety and even two guaranteed at eighty. I just think it's crazy. I do. I don't think he's that great a quarterback yet. I think he's good. I think he had a good year. I need to see him have a better year, obviously. But I mean, you're gonna give a guy who had the year he just had forty million dollars. He had a good year. He had a good year last year. Let's not dispute that. The 15 touchdown passes shouldn't just be mentioned. You should mention what he did with his last. Seven legs. touchdowns and 700 yards. Okay. So, but, so 22 total touchdowns. But every Giant fan has higher expectations for him personally in 2023. Right, because now they have to make the playoffs next year. Well, Or else they went backwards. Yeah, but they could miss the playoffs for reasons that have nothing to do with the quarterback. That's true, too. You're in right. fairness. But I think you want to see Daniel Jones play better because the assumption is, even if Saquon's gone, they're going to add to that receiving room. They're going to make moves with the excuses that were made this year of, ah, look at his receivers. And they were legitimate excuses. Yeah. That's going to be gone next year. So the expectation that the Giants and Giant fans are going to have for him is 15 touchdown passes ain't going to cut it. 22 total touchdowns ain't going to cut it. You're going to need more. And you, now that you made the playoffs, now you got to make the playoffs too. You know, barring injury or some you know, weird situation where you go 11-6 and six and it's just not good enough one year like the Patriots had back at 11-5. I think it was with Matt Castle, if I'm not mistaken. You know, those types of years happen too. But, you know, you can't go 6-11 and 11 now and tell Giant fans, well, we told you it's going to take a while. Yeah, but you know what? It would be a very disappointing year if that happened. You're not firing the coach. You're not firing the general manager. You're just disappointed. Yeah. Like, it's not similar to the Jets or a lot of other teams where, boy, if they take a step back, I'm cleaning house. You ain't cleaning house. Brian Dable's year this year was so impressive. He's bought a little bit more of a honeymoon with Giants. I guess the other side of the Aaron Rodgers thing for the Jets is I just jump over there for a second as I'm just contemplating it. You know, in the last decade, he's won as many Super Bowls as Daniel Jones has. Yeah. None. Okay. So the notion of Aaron Rodgers gives us the best chance to win a Super Bowl, that's like saying the New York Yankees are going to win the World Series this year because they're the Yankees. Eh, wrong. They haven't been to one since 2009. So why are we all now assuming that in the next two years the Jets are a lock to make a run to a Super Bowl when it's been a decade since he went to one? Derek Carr hasn't won a playoff game. That's right. Okay. So you Five wanna, head coaches, seven wanna, coordinators. If you want to talk the trash about Aaron Rodgers winning nothing, that's fine. You could talk it. And I'm just going to remind you that Derek Carr has never won a playoff game yep. and Lamar Jackson's won one playoff game. Correct. Do you want? So you want none of those guys, right? They're all losers. Kind of like Lamar Jackson. He's won one playoff game. MVP. That's great. Aaron Rodgers has won how many MVPs? Four. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long so time. basically what Craig Ten is years. trying to say without saying it is the only quarterback that would be acceptable to him is Tom Brady. Love Tom <laughs> Brady. Because he's won. I, when I, when I see Tom Brady next week at our favorite restaurant, I'll tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to discuss me getting him to play again. Oh, one God. year. Oh. That's right. It's on the table. Oh. I will have that conversation. Look, I'm having a great day. I met Pink. 
Uh, Tom blew me off for our weekly lunch, so I'm a little upset about that. But I met Pink. Yeah, you met Pink. She saved my day. As I've been reported now yeah. by three different FAN oh, executives. Oh, now it's up to three? Three. Yeah. You acted like a fanboy and quote-unquote embarrassed yourself in front of her. Is that right? Yep. Embarrassed myself in I front of her. I have now heard that from four different FAN executives. And now it's four. That's in the last five seconds, another executive. Because I keep getting text messages. Look at that. Embarrassed uh-huh. himself. Embarrassed himself. One guy's claiming you may have gotten so excited yeah. that, yeah. What was more embarrassing, me taking a picture with Pink or when you and I uh, spent that night with Steve Cohen and you asked Steve if you could save his uh, used Dorito bag to take home? <laughs> Just asking for a friend, Evan. Which one was more embarrassing? Are <laughs> oh, you done with those Doritos? Can I have the empty bag, sir? I still regret that night because the one thing I didn't say to him that I wanted to say to him is, is what's your gonna, phone number? I was going to look into his eye yeah. and say, Steve, don't mess around. Bring back the Grom. And oh. I never did it. So I feel responsible that Jake left. I feel like it's my fault and I could have done something to change that. So yeah. I want to apologize to the seven Met fans that are still upset about it. Because the rest of you think DeGrom's a loser who fakes injuries and you're glad he's gone. By the way, you should know that Jacob DeGrom did not. I'm just double checking because I, I might have been sleeping if he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did not well, return my text Are message. you aware of the DeGrom controversy from yesterday? No. So the Rangers That's sports had- related? No, it's not, it's not sports-related, but oh, it's I not. I know about it. Okay. The Rangers had picture day. So every player had to hold up a picture, like information about yeah, themselves, yeah. like their favorite food, their favorite this, their favorite that. So DeGrom is getting a lot of crap because under the category of childhood hero, he wrote nobody. Come on. And that is causing major backlash in the Twitter community. Craig, your thoughts? Well, well the only thing worse would be for him to have said me. Like himself. <laughs> yeah. I always knew I was going to be a rock star, and I loved myself as a child. Yeah, it's just, he's douchey, man. He's an awkward guy socially. He's an awkward guy. I'll give me uh, that. So, like, why could It's such a simple, like, it's guys like that sometimes, I think, approach, you know, days like that where they think there's, like, a trap door. Oh, wait, I'm being set up here. Just be a normal guy and answer the question. And if you want to say Chipper Jones, say it. If you want to say oh, Tom Seaver, say it. Could you imagine that? Well, famously, he's a Braves oh, fan, know. right? That would that, that would cause more controversy yeah. around here. So, like, I don't understand. Just be a normal guy. Or say your parents. Like, you don't my have to mom give. and dad, my yeah. dad, my brother, my whatever. Like, the easiest answer is my dad, my mom, my big brother, like, my say, high school hey, coach. Ronald Reagan. Martin Luther King. No, 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 no. If he says, a historical figure. Doesn't if, matter. If he says a former president, certain uh, uh, beat writers right. will be very offended. Like, do you know what Reagan did? How could right. you say Reagan? Like, for example, I got people on Twitter right now that are yelling at me because of Pink's political leanings. I shouldn't be associated with that. What are her political leanings? Who knows this stuff? Uh, apparently people on like, Twitter. Seriously, why? I don't get this. Like, oh, about- she's a lefty lunatic. Why would you take a picture I don't know because I love her oh, music. Oh, she's a liberal. Forget. No, I'm just kidding. You know what I'm like, saying, like, who cares whose politics are? Watching? Dude, I'm getting overwhelmed with it now. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, the type that likes her music. Period. Stop. That's people are crazy, funny. man. That's I'm funny. telling you, people are crazy. Crazy. I think I'm probably gonna be friends with her for a long time. Now. Oh yeah. Not yeah. after eight different FAN executives have now told me eight? that you basically wow, went yourself. You were so excited. You embarrassed yourself. Really, everybody's ashamed of the way you acted. Yeah.
Ashamed. Ashamed. That's a word I just got. Quote, I'm ashamed, ashamed of. Ashamed of Craig being a fan of pinks? Not just a fan. <laughs> what are we doing? An over-the-top crazy fanboy. The yeah. way you envision me acting around certain athletes, yeah. like Jacob deGrom yep. or Mikel Bridges, not Kevin Durant, uh-huh. that's how you acted around pink. Well, there's something I did that you didn't do. What's up? 25 push-ups before I met her. <laughs> Did no, because just in case. Did it make the fat go away or no? no it's, it's more like oh. if she grabbed my arm, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He's got you a little pump going on. You've been working out a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Just 25, though. Knock him out real quick. Hi, Pink. I, what's that? A little out of breath. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just doing push-ups before I met you. I want to make sure I, I didn't look bad in the picture. Was there any part of you afraid that she was going to let you down? And say no to a picture? No, not let no. that, but just not be as friendly as you had hoped. No. She, uh, I have to say this. She is a worldwide superstar. Mm-hmm. She is one of the most famous people that's probably ever walked inside this building. Was down to earth and cool. No, but that was the reason I never met Carrie Underwood. She was in uh, my facility. Because she has duck lips? No, no, no. She did not have duck lips at the time. I was told, Evan, your favorite performer is here. Would you like to meet her? What? And you I said, said what? I said no. I said bad, I don't want to meet her. Because you have bad breath. Because I'm too big of a fan of hers, and I didn't well, want her. Well, that she would ruin it in some yeah, way. Like, like, like being a jerk. Like, I'm not talking to this doofy redhead. And then I would look at her differently, so I didn't want to do it. So yeah. I avoided meeting her so that my, my view of her remains the same. Oh, that's sad to me. Why is that sad? That you've been so jaded by meeting celebrities who have ruined your uh, opinion of them prior to meeting them that you now don't want to meet them because you don't want that moment to I've happen to I've had experiences, you. yeah. That's sad to me. Yeah. By the way, here's Anthony DiStefano. She's a liberal piece of blank. <laughs> Everybody gets worse. You ready for this one? Wow. Uh, the fact that you enjoyed her company makes you an a-hole. Wow. The fact that I listened to your show makes me a bigger a-hole. Oh, my goodness. Stop chewing on the radio. You're disgusting. I'm, I'm not chewing on the radio. All right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not eating anything in the studio right now, but I will. If you'd like me to. Now I'm really curious to find out what her political beliefs are because people are so pissed at it. <laughs> I'm looking at this. People so people are crazy. Pink releases political single irrelevant with proceeds going to voting initiative. I uh, don't right. get into it. I, listen, don't, you're not going to ruin my day. <laughs> you're not ruining my moment. I had a great day with Pink, and that's that's uh, that's going to last uh, for a lifetime. I don't want to ruin your for day. For an Craig, absolute lifetime. I apologize. By the way, uh, do you want to go to this wrestling event Saturday night in Jersey? I'm busy. You're busy. But I appreciate the invite. Well, you, I, I believe in a thing called Love, Death Row versus Project Mayhem. Wow. That's my boy Bruno. That's, That's my guy. Big time match right there. Yeah. Look at that. Are you going? Um, it's, I'm, I'm working on it. What does that I'm mean? I'm trying to go, but I'm not yet committed to going, but I want to go. It's a Saturday night. Saturday what night, bell time at 6. Okay, what are you trying? Which try- means I can still eat dinner. See, I'm busy because I'm going to a gender reveal party. Yeah. Well, what's your excuse? I don't currently have one. Ah. I'm going to come up with one. See, sometimes the gender reveal party is a good thing, isn't I it? I don't know where Ridgefield Park, New Jersey is. Sorry. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, look, it's close to where you live. It's uh, 106 Bergen Avenue, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Uh, it's one of the very few towns in Jersey I'm not all that familiar with. What if with. I told you it's very close to where you live? Would that be like a game changer? No, I mean, if it's within oh, 45 it's minutes, I'd probably go. No, nah, no, nah, I see where it like, is. How, is it like Monmouth or Ocean County? Because that's crazy town. It's near... Uh, Give me a major town it's near. Near Teterboro. That's not that bad. No, it isn't. Uh, that's probably 40 minutes for me. Near Palisades Park. Yeah, so let's just say it's an hour all in. That's not too bad. Yeah. it's My issue is convincing other people in the family to go with. Why? Your family doesn't want to see old-fashioned, independent, professional oh, wrestling? Not, I don't know. Like, I do want to <laughs> go because I want to support my guy. 
Yeah. And my guy uh, is killing it right now. Who's your guy, by the way? Bruno. Is he wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, it's my boy. What's his finishing move? I have no idea. What kind of friend are you? I figured if Does I was Does everybody close... have a finishing oh, move? Oh, yeah. My two-year-old Spence has a finishing move. It's called a Spence Splash. Everyone's got a is finishing move. Is that when move. he uh, loses his bowels on you? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That <laughs> <laughs> no, does a big splash. Like He runs over and jumps on you. By the way, I think if either 4 or 5 o'clock today, I'm going to play uh, a very special piece of audio for you. And uh, it's just the most... I don't even know. I feel bad even saying it because I'm trying to be a good guy. Oh, are you? I really am. <laughs> and there's a part of me that says, don't call attention to it. Don't play it. Be a good guy. But there's another part of me that, you know, I don't want to be a good guy. I want to relish in this audio that I feel, I actually feel bad that I've driven a grown man to publicly announce that he's beaten and has essentially given up. I'm 80 20. That I, you're... I do get great joy out of that as a performer who always wants to win. Right. And I feel like it's my duty just to let you guys hear it. Yeah, I'm 80 20 that you're going to be the bad guy. <laughs> Stick it. I, I feel, I even called out Dukes and got his counsel on it. What did he say? He's like, it's the most pathetic thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. You have to play it. <laughs> that was Al's opinion. That was Al's opinion, yeah. I trust Al, longtime yeah. radio producer. <laughs> he knows what he's doing over there. I trust Al. Yeah, so I'm probably going to play it. <laughs> If Al Dukes had said, no, I wouldn't do that. Then that I wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. So you trust his... I trust Al. Oh. Second to only one other person in this building for advice on radio. I got a great idea. This yeah. is like a little test. Yeah. Because you've moved up his ladder a lot. What do you think Lugie would say if you asked his counsel? I wouldn't ask it. You wouldn't ask it? No. You're not even curious what he would say? No disrespect, but no. Really? I'd give you my opinion if you want. No. Okay. <laughs> You're not even curious? No. Like, it doesn't mean you have to listen to There's it. There's only more... three people in this building outside of you who I would go to counsel on a situation like this. Well, I know two of them. And that's uh, Spike, who looked like he was in a terrible mood today. Really? You're so much so, I think he went home already. Uh, the architect. Yes. Who I'd go to with, you know, life advice, let alone radio advice. And Al Dukes. Yeah. There's not a single other person in this building. Has Lugie moved up the ladder a little bit? Gotten closer? No. Not even close. I'm sure I'm ahead of a janitor, maybe. You know, intern. No. No? Okay. Not really. Hmm. Right. Not so much. I am kind of curious. Say it in my ear. What would you say? You want me to say it in your ear? Yeah, I'm say curious. It does. Say it out loud. I'll say it out loud. I would say I normally... You know what I'm talking yeah, about, Yeah, I know what obviously. you're talking about. I would, think... uh, should I play it when and comment on it? I, I should I just it, let it be? I look at it like wrestling. When you're the top dog, you don't look at the people underneath you, but the audience expects you to dump on this person, so then, you have to give the audience the case, what they I want. I never get a chance to talk about anybody. Right, <laughs> but my point is the audience expects you to do it. I think you give the audience what I they want. I think you give the audience what they want. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll go like, you know, the thing that went viral yesterday, like a million views or something. When uh, I said, hey, here's my reaction to Daniel Jones asking for 45 million bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that went viral. Yeah. So I, I think people want that. Oh, and I, I believe in giving the people what they well, want. Well, if you believe in giving the yeah. people what they want, yeah. it would be 98% yes. Like, if I put a Twitter poll out, I'm not. But if I did, yeah. it'd be like 98 to 2. It's just sad. That's all. Like, as a human being, I just feel bad. Mm. You know? That being said, Daniel Jones does not deserve 45 million bucks a year. Uh, and I'd rather bring in Derek Carr if it's five years and 190. 877-337-6666. Uh, we've broken somebody. We've killed a man's spirit. And I feel just absolutely terrible that we're responsible for it. But uh, we've been on the air now for two and a half years here at WFAN. We were told that when we got here that our task was to uh, compete and beat other sports talk radio competition in New York. I didn't know there was any. 
and to this day there isn't any. And because of our long-standing uh, success now and beat down in the ratings, unfortunately we've broken uh, the guy that we were supposed to be afraid of and competing against uh, when he came to uh, talk radio. And that's uh, the Michael K. Show with Mike and uh, Don and Peter uh, over at ESPN. And it's got to a point where it's just embarrassing now. I would normally not bring this up, but I kind of have to. Uh, and that is a video that was put out and an audio that was put out earlier today that is like a surrender waving of the white flag, an admission of it's over after 21 years. I have nothing left in the tank. I bring nothing to the table. We have no creativity. Somebody come along and please help me. And that's what's taking place right now over there at the other radio station. This is unedited audio today, and I only bring it to you because I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, and I know. want to apologize to all of their families for doing radio in a manner that New York deserves and giving New Yorkers an opportunity to hear something that's compelling and entertaining. And I'm sorry, it just... We, like, we're good at it. You know, we bring something to the table new and fresh every day, and they don't. And that's why they have a two-share and we have an eight-share. And that's just a fact. That's what's going on. But I never thought that our success would lead to the breaking of the spirit of other professionals who try to do the same thing. And yet today I found out that we did. So I do want to apologize to everybody over there and their families who obviously, you know, thought they were going to get better and just didn't or thought that Evan and I together wouldn't be successful, but we are. And today represents a sad day, not a day to gloat, not a day to brag, not a day to extol the virtues of our amazing su success and talent. It's a day to say we're sorry that our success has led to the outright surrender of the competition. But here it is. We've got a fun, fun show. We're going to try a new segment today called Would You. It's going to be Would You Wednesdays. And I present these really tough conundrums. Can you just stop it there Peter for a sec, Connor? <laughs> We're going to do Would You Wednesday? Like, we did Wag Wednesday. It was the highest-rated segment of the history of afternoons. They're going to combat that with Would You Wednesday? Well, it starts with a W, you see. Oh, I got it. Let me give you some advice. The only show that ever beat WFN, to my knowledge, on Wednesdays with a Wednesday bit was when Opie and Anthony <laughs> handed out stickers called Wow Wednesday. Maybe do that again. Maybe have women flash truck drivers on the Garden State Parkway. <laughs> Would you Wednesday? Would you Wednesdays? Guy, <laughs> let Would you Wednesdays? Would you Wednesdays? Would you Wednesdays? <laughs> All right, let it, let it play now, please, Connor. Sorry about that. We've got a fun, fun show. Fun, We're going to so try a new fun. segment today called Ooh, Would You. It's going to be Would You Wednesdays. Ooh. And I present these really tough conundrums to both Peter and Don. I've come up with a couple today. Ooh. I think they're going to have a very, very hard time. Sounds listen, fun. We love that you listen to the show. Okay. We really do. We want to thank you for that. Who and really, if you have any, uh, any thoughts or what? any kind of uh, advice what? or suggestions, well, you can click below. Stop it. And, uh, if you, I've done this for 21 years, but if you have any advice or suggestions for what we can do to be better at our jobs, 
please treat us. So I went I went to look. Yes. The second tweet he got was put Craig Carden on the show. People might listen. So do you have any advice? Yeah. <laughs> put Craig Carden on the show. People might listen. Any kind of uh, advice? <laughs> And you're now asking people for advice on how to do a, a good radio show? Wow. I right, let it play out from there, Connor, if you want. Go ahead. Or oh. suggestions? Well, you can click below and uh, tell me them, and I'll look through them, and maybe we'll employ them. Ooh. But uh, we want you to be happy because the show is for you for sure. Oh. Anyway, it starts at 3. Yeah. The Michael K. Show, me, Don LaGreca, Peter yeah. Rosenberg. Awesome. It's going to be a blast. Promise. Always is. Always is. All right, see you then. Okay. See you then. I wonder if I'd tune in if he'd just be on his phone the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, or doing Yankee scorebooks for tonight's game. But I do I do apologize. I never thought it would get to this. I thought it'd be a spirited battle, and we'd win, but I thought it'd be a spirited Somebody battle. Somebody say a back and forth. Perhaps a seesaw type <laughs> affair, Evan. But the fact that it's embarrassing now what the ratings are, and you go on Twitter and put out a video that I, I'm hoping nobody over there made him do. Because if they made him, he should have said no. And you uh, emasculate yourself like that by begging the audience to give you ideas for what would be compelling topics. And after mocking Wag Wednesday, despite it dominating you every Wednesday, to come up with some lame bit of Would You Wednesday. Would You Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> But all jokes aside, like if you know, I'm just I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm so incredibly sorry that we've <laughs> we've brought you to this level because you had a good career, a 20 year career in one place. That's hard to do. I've never done it, but now it's like pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Would you Wednesday? <laughs> would you Wednesday? Would you Wednesday? What if the audience says no? I wouldn't. <laughs> so when I saw that today, I did feel a sense of responsibility for the waving of the white flag, and uh, that's just the way it goes. Uh, I was hoping for more of competition. Knew pretty sure we wouldn't get it, and we didn't. And now it's at a level where it's just embarrassing. And I feel for Don Lagreca. Because I like Don a lot. and seems like a good dude. And the fact that, unfortunately, his career is now saddled with that mess. You know, I, if I'm allowed to ask Mike, can I offer him a job here? <laughs> Give him a chance to be a part of a winning team? <laughs> Happy to do it. He must want to get out of there in the worst possible way. <laughs> the other clown, who cares? He's just happy to you know, get five bucks an hour to do the job. Yeah. So now I am convinced this yeah. gave you more joy than Pink. Uh, yeah, I, meeting I Pink needed, was the highlight of my I, day. I needed to see it in front of my eyes. Yeah. Like a hey. hey, by the way, guys who've never done radio before, uh, you have any ideas for what we can do to be better? <laughs> so, yes, I do want to apologize to their loved ones and their family members that if our success has driven them to that admission of giving up, and waving the white surrender flag, I feel for all of you. I know it must be hard to be seen in public with them and be associated with them, and I just hope that for you guys it gets better.
I don't know how that's possible, uh, but I hope for you guys it does get better. And I'm sorry for the role we played uh, in your admission of giving up. Carton. Any kind of uh, yeah. advice? <laughs> yeah. Good job. yeah, the answer is Carton. That's right. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I I when my, when my son sent me that I could not believe that I was like this has to be a, pl- a come on right this has got to be a joke is it April Fool's Day <laughs> is it Sadie Hawkins Day or something can you give us advice or ideas of what we can talk so about that was your favorite part more so than the would you uh, the would you Wednesday is just so I mean yo cornball stupid mm. and it won't last two weeks because it's stupid. Uh, but I hope they're committed to it. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I'd love to see the creative powwow where a bunch of guys and producers got together and said, "All right, listen, we're getting our asses handed to us by Carton and Roberts. It's four to one right now. It's embarrassing. Let's save some face." Okay, well, what do they do? Well, they had hot uh, girlfriends and wives of athletes on Wag Wednesday. People love it. Uh, what can we do to maybe combat that on Wednesdays? Okay, anybody have any great ideas? Someone had to raise their hand (laughs) and in the room say, Mike, I've got a great idea. Why don't we do Would You Wednesday? Would You Wednesday. Okay, explain. What is Would You Wednesday? Well, I come up with conundrums. (laughs) And the two guys at the audience has clearly proven they don't want to listen to anymore. Debate what side of the conundrum they're going to be on. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. (laughs) Promise. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep now. <laughs> I'd love to know what today's conundrums were. <laughs> ah, would you rather make five million bucks a year or lose the credit card than Evan Roberts? <laughs> what a conundrum. It's a tough one. Woo! It's going to be a blast. It's never a blast. It's never, ever a blast. It never has been a blast. It's going to be a blast. Ooh, promise. Promise. Do you promise it's going to be a blast? <laughs> promise. promise. Yeah, now if you promise. Promise. If you promise, promise. I'm in. I'm in. I want to. I'm going to listen for Would You Wednesday because you're promising me it's going to be a blast. Promise. I can't wait to hear that blast. <laughs> Come on, man. Have some more pride and self-respect than that. You know, pathetically groveling to the audience to give you content ideas because you can't come up with any. This three is somebody's got to come up with an idea. Nope, we need the audience for that. <laughs> Did you go through every mention just out of curiosity? It's gonna be a blast. <laughs> Would you Wednesday? Would you Wednesdays? <laughs> no, the answer is no. I would promise. I'd be promised. The two greatest Wednesday bits of all time are Wag Wednesday and Whip Mount Wednesday. And Whip Mount Wednesday wins by a landslide. So were you going to come up with Would You Wednesday? <laughs> Wait, what's next? Two for Tuesdays? <laughs> That's an all-time great. That's an all-time great. <laughs> F.U. Fridays? <laughs> what are we doing? It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Did I tell you I met Pink today? <laughs> When you go home and your wife says, how was your day, hon? Fantastic. What opens it? Is it pink? pink. Oh, it's or pink. Or is it a promise that was made My to you? My family doesn't care about <laughs> promises on the radio. They're going to have a very, yeah. very hard time. Oh, 
I am? What? I don't even know what that's from. Who is that from? Maybe that was uh maybe that was an all fair comedy made. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Some guy goes, Would you let us be an air carton and Roberts so that you guys can actually get ratings? <laughs> There's always the one guy, David Kiley. I think Wag Wednesday sucks. <laughs> Great. We haven't done it in months. <laughs> Hasn't impacted I, anything. I think we stopped around Thanksgiving. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, yet we're still uh, dominating. Anyhow, so that's what's going on. That was the video. I was, no joke. I saw that at like 155 today. Sonny sends it to me and goes, you got to be kidding me, Dad. Is that, is that normal? No. Is that normal? It's not. Your son's trying to learn radio. He wants to know, is this a normal thing? Yes. I mean, us winning is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not that. I've never seen that. I've done this for 30, what, two years now almost? I've never seen that. 32 admitted. years? You really are that old. Damn. August 21st, 1991. Wow. August 24th, pardon me. August 24th, 1991. Hmm. WGR Radio, Buffalo, New York. So it's, uh, yeah, well, I'm in year 32. Year 32. Yeah, buddy. 32 on August 24th. Are you going to have a party? My radio career is older than most of the producers. That That's a good point. <laughs> it was older than me at this point. I promise. I promise. It's going to be real hoot dollar. <laughs> Any thoughts or advice or suggestions? Oh, my Lord. You can't do that, man. <laughs> you just got to put your head down and grind it out and try to figure out how to do better. You can't beg the audience for ideas of what to do better. Because <laughs> you, know you know what the audience is going to say? Well, yeah, you set yourself up with Simulcast Corton and Roberts. <laughs> right. That's what they're going to say. Corton. Yeah. Any thoughts or Matter of fact, I'm going to call Craig Carmazon, who now owns that radio station, who's an old friend of mine, an offer that they can simulcast our show. That's <laughs> very generous. Just so they can get ratings in the afternoon there. Because <laughs> he's a good man and a good radio guy. We get extra money out of that? No, no? we'll do no. it for free. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it'll be our gift to them. <laughs> there you go. Ay, ay, ay. Um, all right, 877-337-6666. Tommy is in Long Island. Tommy, what's good, Cookie? Oh, you have me crying over here. <laughs> you have me crying here. I've been waiting for you to get back at them. But before I get to my football point, Craig, when you went on that show before you went away, you yeah. know, I remember you going on this show. Yeah. Who treated you like, let's say, do you regret ever going on their show and voicing your um, That comes up a lot. So what he's talking about is before I went away, I did like an hour or something uh, on their show. Uh, and um, I had lunch with Michael Kay afterwards uh, in New York City as well. My issue with that was because I appreciated them giving me the platform to speak to the New York audience. Okay. My, my issue with them is that, I sat in a room. Now, Michael was in Texas getting ready for a Yankee Ranger game. So I saw him via your video. I did, it was not in the room with him at the time. But right. I was with Don and Peter. And while I appreciated the opportunity to be given that platform, and I really mean that, what bothered me about it is the minute I walked out of that room, they stabbed me in the back. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. And, exactly. yeah, and my issue with that was I walked into kind of like the, the, uh, the den of the beast, as it were, because uh, we were like oil and water, do not get along at all from a radio standpoint. And my problem was I sat there face-to-face, man-to-man, and no one said boo to me uh, negatively to my face. face and exactly. once I walked out, they came out with the uh, the knives, 
and that to me was low class and low rent. So that's why they got what they got. You never went back. Even after that, Craig, you never really, really hammered them. And no. Respected you for that. Today, today is the first day in the two and a half years that Evan and I have done this show that I've done more than 30 seconds about that show. And it's well overdue. Trust me on that because yep. that, that Rosenberg has his little, his little digs at you. Yep. And it's well overdue, buddy. Yeah, he went on a wrestling podcast about nine months ago and said the thing that bothers him most in his life is the notion that he can't beat me. <laughs> With all due respect to Evan. Well, it's continued there, big guy. So uh, you're going to have to get used to it. Also, before I, I also want to uh, ask you this question with football. Yeah. You guys been talking about uh, the Daniel Jones. If you had your choice between these three quarterbacks, who are you taking? Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, or Daniel Jones? That's a great question. I would take Derek uh... Carr, then Dak Prescott, then Daniel Jones. But if you took him in a different order, I'd respect yeah, it. Yeah, it's close between Dak and Dak. No offense, Daniel Jones is third. I'm sorry. He hasn't accomplished I think we as much that. as yeah. Dak and Derek are. I'd probably lean a little bit towards, you know what? I'd say Derek Carr because Prescott, two out of the last three years, has missed time. I think that would be my tiebreaker, where he's missed time. He's been hurt. And Derek I mean, Carr has been reliable. Cowboys fan. He is not, uh, those other two quarterbacks never had the talent that that. that You're right. That's a, fa- that's a fair point. Like, when you yeah. look at the talent, not just on offense, but on defense. Like, yeah. Derek Carr's never had a top 20 defense in his NFL career. But I think it's close between Prescott and Carr. And my tiebreaker would simply be that over the last few years, Derek Carr has been healthier than Dak Prescott. That'd be my answer. I just think, I think Dak, I'm a diehard boys fan. I just think Dak Prescott is so, so. So you, would you trade Dak Prescott for Derek Carr, hypothet- like, you- hypothetical world? I would do it. I don't know if it for Derek Carr because I think you think they're similar. But I'll tell you, I would trade him for. They're talking about C.J. Stroud. I trade him right now and go for C.J. Stroud. The yeah, problem, I, the, the C.J. Stroud thing, is another invented concept because if, if just from a pure standpoint of where they draft and what the salary cap is with Dak Prescott, he's absolutely untradeable. Thank you for the call, Tommy. But, but forget about that because you're obviously right. But you're the Dallas Cowboys. You got to win. You got to win now. You have a defensive player who's playing on a Lawrence Taylor like level. He's not LT, but he's playing on a crazy level. Like, you're trying to win now. You're going to restart at quarterback? Yeah. You think that improves your chances at winning a championship you know in I, 2023? You know it I, doesn't. You know what I do wonder about the Cowboys situation, not to get too in the weeds on it? When they look back on uh, the last 16 months, do they regret making the one deal that they shouldn't have made with Amari Cooper? Uh, I wonder if they look back and then they go, that yeah. was stupid. Yeah, they probably should. Right, because they have a legitimate stunt, CeeDee Lamb, right. who did have a great year statistically, right? And, of course, you know, Dak's the problem with all the turnovers. But I'm just wondering yes. if they look back and go, boy, that one we I wish well, we could take back. They should. They should admit that. But they're in a weird spot because they're not that far away. Dak's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback in this league. I think him and Derek Carr are kind of in that same area. And you're in a conference, though, where you're not dealing with the top of the tops, as we've talked about. You're not dealing with the elite of the elite. But to actually reset a quarterback to me would be crazy. Like I just, There are certain teams where I say, yeah, go draft your franchise quarterback. Go find your future. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, do you think you're going to draft a guy who's good enough to throw 37 touchdown passes in a season? Because that's what he did last year, two right. years ago. Right. It's funny. They're half the league, you know, salary aside – would trade for Dak Prescott. 
Maybe more than half the Would league. you prefer as a Jet fan Derek Carr or Dak Prescott? That's a great question. And when the guy brought it up, I started racking my brain on that. That's why I broke yeah. the tie literally with the health of the last couple of years. Yeah, it's... Um, I think it's very close. I think... I really think it's flip a coin. I could make... As you could, I could make an argument for either guy. Like, Dak Prescott now has the road playoff win. Okay, good. It's on his resume. A little bit I know younger. he's in Tampa. A little bit he's younger. He's about three years younger. Yep. Ballpark right around there. Uh, it's weird, like... I think you made a point a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Derek Carr and you brought up Ryan Tannehill. And I just accepted without looking at the numbers up to that point that, oh, Derek Carr is far better than Ryan Tannehill. And then because you brought it up, when we brought the numbers up, and I think 90% of America was with me where I was two weeks ago, Tannehill's numbers are carbon copy of Derek Carr's. Outside of the playoffs, where Tannehill's had much more success. Right. And right? Tannehill's been on a better team. Yeah, he's been on a better no team. Uh, he's been, had better coaching. I'll give you right. all that stuff. Like, to be fair, Derek Carr, I did it this morning, I think is now on five head coaches or coordinators and seven of the other one. And obviously all the mess with Gruden and all that nonsense and moving franchise locations. So there have been issues that have happened that certainly are part of that story. But... Derek Carr still has that monkey on his back. Yeah, absolutely. One playoff appearance and zero wins. And by the way, if he comes to the Jets, that's another head coach and another offensive coordinator just piles onto that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.